Laugh Factory Network. Welcome to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. Tonight's episode is really awesome. We have a great guest, Leah Bove, great comedian here in Chicago. And side girl with me is Patty Vasquez. I want to give a shout out to our uh, sponsor, Ken Beltran from Dieprill Properties. Uh, if you ever need any property in Chicago, uh, he's the guy to call. Uh, check him out on his website. Uh, or at his email, which is ken at dieprilproperties.com. That's K-E-N at D-A-P-R-I-L-E properties.com. Or call him, text him, 773-844-6888. Check it out, and uh, that's all I got to tell you. This is a great episode. You're going to enjoy it. It's time for Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar, and today our side girl, is that what we decided? Wait, I, side broad? Side dish? I thought side, you, didn't side you, dish? Did you, no, that seemed weird too. Side dish I thought you'd settled this. Didn't you and Kevin Bozeman have a... You know, he he went with side dish. Okay, that's uh, where I got it from. Okay. But uh, I don't remember uh, what we decided for you. If that's sort of an over-encompassing... I think everybody should have their own side. Oh, their own. So yeah. he needs to be side dish. I'm side broad. I thought we went, then side broad's fine. Broad. Broad. Yeah. Okay. Do you like that? Oh, you like girl. Like, girl. Mm, okay. All but right. then it doesn't fit when I promote it on Twitter because I'm like, how many R's and L's? And then I got to be consistent. Yeah. You don't know when to pull back. Well, Un- understandable. If you don't recognize her by now, it's Patty Vasquez. That's the side girl. Side broad. We'll get it someday. Whatever you want. It's your show, man. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. I'm comfortable with that. It's the voice of reason, is what you are. <laughs> it's what you have to be. Let's say that. In case we get off the rails with uh, the single talk. Um, but we, I don't think we will today. We have uh, a comedian who uh, is single and uh, very funny, uh, Leah Bove. Hi. Okay. Hello there. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I, and so you are single, is that correct? I am very single, yes. Okay. Oh, very single. What, okay. Yeah. How, how, what does that mean? Uh, like no prospects, not trying. Not no, I guess that's not... Very, very single, meaning available. Available, yes. Yes. Just putting it out there. Uh, I did go on my first Bumble date ever. I feel like I did it for research for this, actually. Oh, for the show. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Hey, whatever it takes. Well, before we talk about the Bumble date, you recently said that uh, you hitchhiked. I think I saw oh, that. Was yeah. that a dating oh, scenario or was that just, did Sorry, you meet Mom. someone through that? No, I, oh God, this. I hope my family doesn't listen to this. I always get in trouble for this because I I will be, I'm a social drinker. Like I'm extra social when I'm drunk is what I mean by that. Social, okay. And I I was out recently. I was at Go Tavern and I met this biker club and I made friends with them and they were like, come for a ride, come for a ride. And Seems I was like, so enough. you went to a second location? <laughs> You're not supposed to go to a second location. With a biker club. <laughs> Just in general. I was like, yeah. they made a joke. I hopped on the back of one of this guy's bikes. Seems legit so far. And we rode through Humble, Humble Park. And he points to the lagoon and he goes, that's where I'm going to put your body. What? Oh. No. He was joking. It was fine. <laughs> that's a knee slap. And now we're like, in love. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. And then he was like, are you... Uh, you want to hang out sometime? Should we go to a... And I was like, no, I'm good. You could just drop me off at home. 
And he got real mad. And then I ran into the house because I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. He knows okay. where you live, though. Yeah, I was going to say, you went to a second location and yeah. you had him take him to your home. Yes. Yeah. I'm moving. It's fine. Okay. Uh, right. Exactly. I'm yeah. sure he won't listen so, to this. So what's no. the exact date of your move? No, I'm just. No. <laughs> I know. So, I can't use the club or the names or anything. The Not club? Right. Oh, the club. The, the motorcycle, motorcycle club. club. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that sadly didn't end in love. Um so what? So the Bumble date you said you did for experience. What? What was the? Uh, it was, what happened? Um, I downloaded Bumble when I got back into the dating scene. Well, wait. Let's stop right there. Should we do? Yeah. Should we yeah, do you, history? You got should back into history? the dating Ooh. scene. Okay. What? What? What happened? You backstory. were backstory. I, yeah. Yes. Let's start. You were in a relationship. I was in a very. And how long was this long relationship? relationship? I was in a relationship. For eight years. Whoa. Wow. It was my uh, partner. I don't believe in marriage. It, I never have. It's an outdated institution. We've yeah. covered that on the show many times. It's bogus. So <laughs> but that's why it was, it's weird to talk about it because he's, he was my partner. He wasn't like my boyfriend. Like we were together for eight years. We lived together for. You had a law firm together. Six years. Well, we did everything together. Yeah. That's what partners are. We started. The, <laughs> no. no. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Were you common law? Was it common law marriage? Do you know? There is no common law in Illinois. I thought there was. I no? Don't look at me. I just no, know that I qualified. I think I qualified for health insurance. I think if you're living with someone for a certain amount for of time. For a certain amount of years? You can qualify for health insurance. Well, a lot of businesses now that are more modern will just, if you have a partner or a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a whatever, they'll, they'll let you hop on the insurance anyways. Okay. Which was, his company was pretty cool with that. Anyway, we were together for eight years. Eight years, so it felt more like a divorce when we broke up. Yeah, like it wasn't. It was like a move out, separation of things, and um. Who gets the Kesha albums? Yeah, all the Kesha albums, the Prince albums, Britney <laughs> Spears albums. Um. So how long? How long did this happen? That happened. Let's see, in October. Okay. So it's pretty recent. Yeah. Yeah. It was very recent. So it should take you four years. For an eight-year relationship, they say it takes you half the time to get over that person. So you've got another three and a half years. That's intense. That's what statistics don't lie. I don't know. I think that... I think they do. In this case, I think they do. I agree to disagree. Do you think it's going to take you four years? No. No. I I think that he knows this, and we've talked about this. Like, for me... Towards the last year of our relationship, we were acting more like roommates than than partners, you know what I mean? There was no romance, really. There wasn't any sex happening. There was no, like, we never made out. We went to all the things together. Like, we went to parties together and weddings together. But for me, like, when you, when there's not that aspect of it, it's like a friend. Right. So the getting over it, I, like, during that last year, I had listened to a bunch of breakup songs and, like, cried a lot and couldn't figure out why and I was like oh I think my relationship is over and I before you broke before up before it even yeah because like the romance was preemptively gone. yeah what were the what were these uh, breakup songs that were the ones did you start were you crying when you'd hear them Don't go you always go back to music um, <laughs> that's right you're a favorite? musician too uh, my favorite breakup I love uh, Both Sides Now by Joni Mitchell Oh, yeah. That's a good cry that jam. Good. That's one of my cry jams. You can't listen to anything by Joni Mitchell for more than a half hour without just crying. crying. <laughs> I don't even have emotions, but apparently that's the only time I do. For <laughs> Joni? Joni Mitchell. Yeah. Do you remember Seems that scene in Love Actually when she's listening 
to Joni Mitchell and she found out her husband cheated on her and at the same time and she's like wiping off the bed and just like crying in her room by herself am I crazy do you know what I'm talking about oh that's one of my favorite movie scenes of all time it's so good <laughs> so, so Joni Mitchell's songs preemptively uh, were listened to to help you in understanding that hey this thing's over yeah you were and tapping think, into an emotion that you hadn't verbalized yet yeah and I don't so, think I had realized so did you initiate the breakup or was it just like a gradual divorce? I did initiate it yeah I think that um I mean we him and I still talk we still love each other very much we talk like every day we hang out I think we're always going to be a part of each other's lives yeah that's Um, healthy and I think it's funny when people have made comments about how it took me a year to get to that point of like ending it and I think that when you're in something that's serious like, divorce didn't used to be a thing. You would just stick it out. And I kept playing in my head, be, like, maybe if trapped. I give it another yeah. year, it'll figure itself out. Or maybe it if I... It still isn't a thing in a lot of cultures. Of I mean, being like able to leave somebody yeah. to get divorced? In the Middle Eastern community, it's really, very rare. Well, least, and, and I also wonder, do you... I mean, because I, I, I think this happens to people who get married, too, obviously. Is mm. that uh, is being able to talk about how, are we still romantic or are we friends? Do you go out of your way to make dates? You know, and sort of like, is, is there... Did you think about trying to rekindle it, or was that too? Was it probably oh, yeah. was too far gone to do that? No, we did. We did do. I had suggested he go to therapy for a lot of reasons. He had a lot of like sex issues, and I suggested he go to therapy early in our relationship. He didn't want to go. He didn't want to go. And then during the last therapy two years, together, you mean? I said he should go by himself, but then at the end, we went for two years together. Oh wow! Like we so put you in had. the work. Yeah, wow. we put in yeah. the work. We talked a lot. We were very open. And very communicative. Um, I was always worried that he was, there was something else going on with him. Like he needed to explore a different part of himself. And then two weeks after we broke up, he came out as bi. Which was no surprise to me at all. So you were just comfortable for him, sort of like a shield to have to keep back whatever it was that he wanted to express differently. And I could feel that. You know what I mean? Like when you get to know a person so well. I knew that. I knew that there was something going on in there. Oh, I had brought wow. it up a million times. I had offered like three what do you mean you dudes, knew? and I could just tell that like there was a part of himself he needed to explore, and that that was it. Did you ask, did you say that to him like, hey, do you have? And Many he times. denied it. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. He because people have said that they thought that I that I was gay. That I was. Dating. I mean, I'm, I haven't hung out no, with you in a romantic way, so I wouldn't <laughs> know what that. I don't no, know what they're basing that on. I just want to be like, yeah, maybe, maybe that's what the problem is. Oh, that you might be... No, no, no. I'm not. Okay. I would. I mean, if hey, I'm all about exploring. Exactly. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not, so... So he came out, <laughs> like... So he came out two <laughs> weeks after, you, as bi, after you broke up. Yes. Have, how long did it take for you to start trying to date or be available or even thinking about it? Well, uh, I've been a pervert my whole life. <laughs> I've just, like, from a really young age, I've been, like, super into sex. Like, age five, I started masturbating. I have jokes about this. I'm not... <laughs> Five? Yeah, at age five, I used to pull. Really? See? So many women I know are female body people. I was like 16. Yeah, no, seven. Okay. I didn't know what it was. I just knew it felt good. Right, exactly. I wasn't like I would pull my pants down Mm -hmm. and just like rub my parts on things. Yeah, I imagining things. Yeah, I I I was like 15. I said, well, anyway, we'll get, it's not about me. It's not about me. <laughs> I was like so calling fun. phone sex operators at a young age. I was watching like Pretty Woman and Pretty I've Woman. always been, there, there's a blowjob scene. That movie's literally about prostitution. I thought like, oh my God, that's so Is great. Is there a blowjob scene? 
Yes. They're watching Lucy make wine. I love Lucy. I can't remember the... See? And she's stomping on the grapes and she things. turns around and like pulls his pants down and then he just goes, mm. I mean, they don't show it. It's, Je- it's Julia Roberts? Yes. Have you oh. seen Pretty Woman? I, not not <laughs> since it came out, but all right. Wow. I gotta, I gotta watch that again. Okay, so... Uh, a big pervert. So sex was really important to me. Like, I never thought I would be in a relationship. I always just thought I'd be like this crazy, do whatever I want, do whoever I want person. And then I was an idiot and fell in love and <laughs> closed it off. And for the first couple of years, it was very sexual. And then towards the end, it was like nothing. Yeah. When it goes away, it's painful. And it was always an issue because he grew up Mennonite, very religious, had a lot of guilt and shame involved. I don't, I grew up Jewish, liberal, pervert. Like, I don't have any shame when it comes to sex. I, I'm not sure if uh, the Jewish community would want to embrace <laughs> the pervert part. But uh, it's a it's hard truth. Un- <laughs> unspoken, un- the unspoken truths. It is. All right. We have Woody Allen. Fair. That's fair. Oh, that's a bad example. <laughs> oh, my bad. He's pervy in the bad <laughs> not way. That perverted, right? Yeah. Not that kind of perverted, right? Fair point. Um. And so it, I mean, there were years, like the fourth year of our relationship, we had sex like ten times that entire year. Wow. And that's any kind of sex, like any fooling around or anything. And there was a lot of that. So that by the time that we had broken up, I was so ready to jump in the sack, like. Sure. I was ready to go out and explore myself again. And I did. Excellent. Yeah, I did. Like within weeks of the relationship ending? Yeah. Days, hours. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think <laughs> I don't think he was surprised by. He's dating. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And he is doing similar things to me. I mean, that was part of the reason that I thought we should break up is so that we could go figure that stuff out. We clearly couldn't figure it out together. There was like too much baggage and too much had already happened. So we should go out and do it on our own. It's been real great. <laughs> so congratulations. Then, thank you that. so much. You're you welcome. know, you just, it feels good to do something you're good at. That's all I'm saying. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what, uh, what, um, so where were you meeting these people that you were uh, uh, activating with? Activating? Oh, I didn't want to say fornicate, and I wanted My to Iron say Man? something. Rediscovering yourself, tapping back into tapping, boning. Tap back into tapping. Who I was with? Yes. Yeah, where were you boning? Uh, How were you meeting the boners? How was I meeting Bonies. the boners? A uh, little bit of. I have not. I've yet to had sex with anyone off an online dating service. I will say that. Okay. Too freaked out. I'm Mostly at, meeting people at bars and. Yeah, or like sessions. mutual friends, or different performance things. Do you meet people after your shows uh, as a comedian? Because that's something that women I, talk about that they don't have. I have a big them. problem with that where I am really flirty on stage and I will point some like a person out in the audience and I'll flirt. But that's stage you. That's right. not real you. And then a lot of times they'll come up to you afterwards and then they'll try to strike up a conversation and you're kind of just like, oh, no. Like, I, no, I was just kidding. Yeah. I was like, that's part that's of the whole spiel. Yeah. I get in trouble with that a lot. And then they get on their bike and they give you a ride home. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I mean, yeah, I'll hitchhike with them home and <laughs> drive me home. I hate paying for Ubers. I don't blame you. It's a racket. So, <laughs> well, I have a lawsuit pending with I them. know you do. Um, it's appropriate. So, so, uh, so you'd meet these people for through mutual friends or bars, and then fast forward six months later, and you go on Bumble. Yes. And you've only had one... Did you meet a person through Bumble in person? I did. Okay. 
Recently was the first one. Like how, you mean like within the last weeks? Um, Sunday? That would be the last week, yeah. We went to get pie and coffee. He was very nice. That sounds pie good. and coffee? Pie. Yes. That's a good that's date. A very, yeah, that's a very specific I don't like getting date. drinks on dates because I don't want to get right. crazy. Yeah, makes mm-hmm. sense. Especially the first. I'm also not a very trusting person at all. It's weird. Like you could pick <laughs> Wait up. Wait a minute. What? Because she got on the back of a bike? Is that you just got on a bike with a uh, biker gang and uh fully aware that i could be a, murdered yeah right so i don't know if trusting but yeah, i was like okay. that if, if i was gonna go a certain way i feel like that would be a decent way to go you played so out you, the destination so everything. you played it out in your head <laughs> you're like body. this is the way it's gonna happen yeah but you're not trusting got but it. yolo no i don't yeah i'm not trusting <laughs> but a bumble date where you have his background information um, yeah but do you like it's not about that. It's more Did you like do research. I don't know. There's ways. Like when I would go on Bumble, I wouldn't. I wouldn't meet up with somebody unless like uh, I had more information about. And I'm a guy, and, and like if we have mutual friends, something like that, because I just get burned so many times on that site. On Bumble, yeah. Like you get any ghosted? sites. Well, just like they're not. They're not the person in their picture, or they have. Uh, you know missing things you know little things teeth like what's that. missing yeah information what yeah, okay. missing information parts of their brain missing, <laughs> missing that happens. information uh, uh yeah. gaps in their resume what do you i don't gaps in their <laughs> <laughs> you where were about? you for six months of your life yes. prison background yeah oh kind of okay i mean i i'm not good at like snooping online like i can't i'm not good at finding i think half of it is because i don't care enough like i'll start to do it yeah. and i'm like i'm gonna play solitaire on my phone instead and then let it be a mystery let yeah. it unfold before you but it is that tricky thing where I'm someone that feeds or can re- I can read people really well face to face and I can feel whether or not I should trust them face to face. But over the phone or over a text or on an app, it just feels like I don't know anything about you. You could be a murderer. So with the Bumble guy, you talk to him via text or on person on a phone or what? Text first. Okay. And we got along really well. So I was like, this is worth it. Yeah, and text. also he was shorter than me and I knew I could take him in a fight. So I was like, we can meet. Oh, she sized him up first. That's smart. Yeah, no six foot five first dates. No, no thank you. so so you guys went to pie and pie and coffee. Yes. And uh, what yeah. did that? T- what his choice in pie? Did that tell you anything? Like right off the bat? I will say he ordered a ton of food. Okay. That's a that's which a, I always like. Oh, yeah, that's a good <laughs> thing. I okay. can pack it away. Yeah, and he. We talked a lot about music. We talked a lot about it was like very comfortable and casual, and that felt great. If you could just keep the conversation going, some people are so awkward. <laughs> I know what, what, what would make a guy awkward on a date? If he's quiet, one word answers. If he doesn't ask you a single question. If he's it. not curious, right? Yeah. yeah. Flat. Also, not have opinions. Having the wrong opinions would be a turn. Wrong opinions. Well, I'm talking about, talk about explaining anything or... to me. I have like a laundry list of things that'll make me be like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like if you start to, exp- <laughs> if I say this is one of my pet peeves, I don't care about sports, and that's how I say it. I don't care. I don't really care about sports. I didn't say I don't know about sports. I didn't say I don't understand sports. And yet every time I say I don't really care about sports, someone wants to read me a laundry list of every sport and all the rules. And I was like, No, this is America. I've had every opportunity to learn about sports. I don't care. Wow. Do they argue with you? Why, why don't you like about sports? What are you, not American? Yeah, what don't yeah. you like? No, I mostly just sit there like and sports? nod and think, I'm never going out with this person again. Yeah. <laughs> why wow. don't I like sports? Yeah. Ugh, who you cares? don't like competition? I'm fine with competition. I have better things to be angry about. Fair. It feels like a waste of energy to me. 
Some people just aren't drawn to no, sports. No, and I get know? that, too. Yeah. I mean, there's certain sports that I don't get into. but. Um. And it seems weird that we idolize people that a lot of times turn out being, like, wife beaters or rapists or dog fighters or <laughs> dog that's ring. very specific. Well, because he went to jail for it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> he did. Um, okay. So so you gotta, you, you got to flesh out opinions on dates, but you can't talk about religion or politics on the first date. I, I think, think you these can. days you kind of yeah you almost you almost kind of want to know you almost have to off yeah top, I, I think guess. that was one of my biggest fears is I got I became single and then Trump won and I was like well how the hell am I supposed to date now yeah. Ugh. it's a different world knowing there's so many people out there that are like that well and there's so many people that like can't also can't like let go you know what I mean like in a way that they, like that's all I can think about I mean we were talking about how it's affecting yeah. everybody I think on both sides are so, like eating more drinking more. But stressing yeah, people out. There are people mm-hmm. like all they do is post on Facebook all day long about anti-Trump stuff, and you're like, okay, you need to, maybe you need to go have pie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pie and coffee. Go into exactly. Some pie. You gotta so, find that balance. So you said you're anti-marriage, uh, which is which is great. Uh, Thank we're you. Strong believers on the on this show for that. But what, what's the what's the end goal? Do you have a goal to settle down and uh, meet someone and uh, hitchhike the world, or what, what's the plan? Um. I don't know. I think the ideal for me would be in a situation where I'm with someone. There's your ride. Yeah, really. <laughs> oh, my God. Kush, is that you? Oh, no. I step down. Uh, I think freedom is really important to me. I need to always feel like the cage door is open. So I think finding someone that I like and we care about each other, where it's open so that I could still kind of just do whatever I want, that would be ideal. It's like an open relationship. Yeah, I think that's what I want. I'm exploring with, I'm like playing around with that right now and seeing if I can do it. There's a lot of extra talking involved when you're in oh, an open all the talking, relationship. Yes. What, what, do you, what do you mean? Because you think it's just like, oh, we could just both go out and do whatever we want and sleep with whoever we want. But there's a lot of checking. If you want it to be a healthy one, there's a lot of checking in that happens. Make sure you're on the ba- like, same page, yeah. Yeah, like I'm going to go out with this person. I just wanted to let you know this is my plan for Tuesday night. And then oh, occasionally. You, you blatantly say, you know, hey, if someone's like, what are you doing on Tuesday? You're like, I usually just say I'm busy, but you're saying I'm going out with this guy. See, but he's if you just say you're busy, it gives you. them the chance to be like, oh, I wonder if he's going on a date. Oh, I wonder what she looks like. I wonder what it is. Yeah. You don't want that. But it's almost like throwing it in their face, too, if you're like, yeah, I'm going out with this guy. And uh, it's not going to just be pie. Like, I'm getting a full meal. <laughs> oh, God, that's such a gross way to say it. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. Oh, I thought you meant a full meal, like, shebang. No. I'm doing the I don't call. I don't call sex food. Fingers. I don't mix food and sex. Oh, you don't? No, some people are into that yeah. weird God, shit. But, yeah. I was going to say you're vanilla, but is that mixing food with sex? Well, I mean, after sex, I'll eat the shit out of a donut. But <laughs> then again, I'll eat a donut no matter what. So True story. I didn't have one. Oh, I did on this show. Damn, we had shows. Fire cakes night. were good. Oh um, my god, fire cakes! Is so, so, good. so you had. Uh, so you, you try to get on the same page with these people. You yes. want to have an open relationship. Right. Do it's you want not... to have kids and settle down and no. not get married? You don't have no desire to have kids. None at all. Okay, so that opens a door to to this open relationship idea you have. That's yeah. good. Um, and I think it's the checking in of like. Like what I was saying was when it's not throwing it in their face, like you should know. And then it gives the other person an opportunity to say like, okay, I'm feeling a little insecure or weird that you're going on a date. And then you get the reassurance back of just like, I care about you. This is not like a competition. It's not a comparison. Mm-hmm. 
it's not because you're not giving me what I need. It's just like I'm just out here exploring just like you are. And it's like, okay. And then you can feel reassured. So open in the sense that you're also open about information. Yeah, so. but also, don't you think that that sometimes – what if someone told you that? You don't think you'd have some like weird – people are like, oh, I'm going out with – No, I was in something where they were like, I'm going to go with, with this it. person. I might sleep with them. Oh. And I was just like, okay, have fun. Be safe. Wow. I've heard more and more of that. I think Sounds every <laughs> really good on paper. Well, I think every individual, every relationship is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone's in – I mean, sometimes chemicals just come in, come in play – Jealousy is, you know, sometimes triggered by the most random things, so you never know. That's true. That's why conversation is important. Right. But then you know, what about, like, spontaneity, too? Like, if you're, uh, like, Friday, you're done with a show, and you're like, hey, where are you at? And then they're like, hey, I'm busy. Like, and they say, I'm out with so-and-so. There is, see, I've had those that's, moments, and then you feel like, oh. But you have to, it's something you have to work at. Like, it is something that I do think I like better than the traditional what is it called? Non-monogamous? No, monogamous relationship. So I'm What'd willing to... What you call to, it first? I said non-monogamous, non-monogamous, but that's what I'm Menominee? looking for. Nominee? That's the street. Nominee. I don't think that's right. Um, I'm willing to deal with those feelings and work on not having the jealous feelings. It's not because it's not a competition, like I said. But that's the thing. That's where spontaneity, I think. And I, and I, and I agree with the concept. I mean, I, I have no desire to get married, and I don't think I want to have kids, so I feel like I can live that life where you're in an open relationship. But I do feel that there is that sting on both sides, I think, when you reach out to somebody, whether you call or text, and they don't call you back till the next day. It's like a weird, do you, do you address the situation, or you just mm-hmm. kind of like assume, hey, it's none of my business? Um, and I think that's where, I think that's where, you know, shit kind of hits the fan and people walk away from relationship or um, I don't know. I, I, I've, I've been in that position on both sides and I'm just like, oh, weird. Yeah. But, but you're saying you can you can overcome that with your uh, with the right person. Your pie yeah, and, coffee and I think dates. the other thing, too, is that there's a lot of times when you're in an open relationship, you have like a primary person that you're seeing and they're your the queen bee. Or yeah, king, kind of king like bee, yeah. your main person. And you tell the other people that you're seeing. I have a primary person, but I'm willing to, if you want to keep it casual or whatever. Primary person. That's Yeah. Thing, huh? So, like, if you. So, you give me the if side If I did call someone the in the. Side dish. There you go. This, yeah. Just like this. I have an entree <laughs> at home. You shall be my master. I like, yes, I exactly. like being. The, see, that's the thing. That's why I think when I was younger, I always liked to be in the relationship where someone was in a, in a relationship and I was the, the other guy because it was less pressure and there was no emotional. From my end, I could be like, "Oh, well, of course, I can't expect her to respond to me." But they, but th- they were in relationships where the the guy didn't know. The, the guy the didn't know. The, the, oh yeah. no, he for sure didn't know. And it's on on a few occasions that I was that guy. I mean, not, it wasn't a marriage. I would I didn't do that knowingly. I think a lot of people who don't want commitment, yeah, that's the. Yeah, but it wasn't. See, people, I say, not wanting commitment is a kind of a cop out. But I think it's more to that. I'll have to, I'll have to ask my therapist. <laughs> Plural. People who don't want commitment are like being the side dish, or people who don't like commitment are cheating, or both, I guess. Mm, well, I don't know, because I'm trying to not like commitment but make it work. Exactly. Where it's, not, yeah. where it's neither. Huh. Interesting Is that facet. So, are you going to go on uh, more Bumble dates now, or are you, is it, are you just focused on we'll one see. pie guy? Right now, I'm honestly focused, trying to. This is so cliche, but like, I'm trying to focus on me. Yeah. And what I'm doing. And like, Super if I have cliche. time, like, even this was something that I thought was so wonderful about the guy that I saw on Sunday was that 
he texted me and he's like, I know you're really busy. We talked about all the things you're doing. I know you're not going to just drop off. If and when you have free time, let me know. Right. Oh, I was like, one. oh, there my God, go. thank you for being so understanding. I am super busy. I had another guy on Bumble who was so, he was like Debbie Desperate trying to get me on a date. And I was like, you have to book me. You have to book me. <laughs> in advance. Here's it's, my avails. Yeah, here's my avails. You have to book me super in advance. Uh, let me know if you need like a 15 or 30. Yeah. <laughs> and he, I, I, we would set a date. And then three times before that date, he'd ask if I wanted to grab a drink. And I'm like, I, I don't know what you're, I'm busy. It's like you couldn't get it. Yeah, but see, it. that's... Uh, he was trying to be spontaneous. Yeah, thought. that's... Uh, like, I... I oh, yeah. it was coming off as, like... I was like, why are you so thirsty. eager to meet me, dude? Yeah. That's what the kids say. Thirsty. Oh, we barely thirsty. talked. He was like, I think you're really attractive and interesting. I was like, you know nothing about me. Like, we have barely had a conversation. Yeah. Huh. He gone. I'm learning more and more about the, the way the kids think these days. Yeah. Glory days. He was in his 30s. Was that bad or good? He wasn't a kid. Oh. Well... It's younger than me, so. Um, all right, well, we're out of time, Lee, so oh, we okay, need to. Uh, Thank you. Oh, you're to, lovely. Yeah, where can people find, other than on Bumble or <laughs> Behind a Bike, where can people find you and uh, find out about your shows and, and whatnot? Uh, I'm mostly on Facebook. You can find me on Facebook. It's L-E. People think it's late. It's L-E, Abawav. Uh, I do have Twitter and Instagram, but I'm mostly on Facebook. You can find my handles on my Facebook. And that's where you can, people can find your shows and everything like that? True that. All right. Well, thank, thanks so much, Lee, and thanks, Patty, thank for, you for riding me. along. And uh, that's another episode of Singles Only in the Books. Thank you so much. Thank you. Ooh.